Good morning. Glad you can pray with us this day. Christ is proclaimed throughout every book of the Bible, and this holds true because we know the highest form of praise is to echo the heart of God. And what is the heart of God? That Christ is proclaimed throughout the world. We must look at every facet of his life to really know him. So let's pray through the 66 chapters of the Bible. If we prayed in depth on each chapter, we could do a minimum of one hour on each chapter. However, today we are going to highlight each chapter so that you may know him better. In Genesis, Christ is the seed of a woman and is seen as a type of priest of Melchizedek, priest or king. Lord, we thank you that you were, you are the beginning and the end, and that you are with us in the middle. Christ is the seed, the new life, the start, and our priest and king. Thank you, Jesus. In Exodus, we find Christ as the Passover lamb and the rock that gushed forth life-giving waters. Lord, we thank you for your life-giving waters. We thank you that you are our rock. We thank you that you are our Passover lamb, Lord. And Lord, we pray that even now that uh, diseases sweep throughout the world, that we are passed over our households, those that cry out to your name, Lord. Leviticus, Christ is seen as Aaron in the Bible, the first high priest, and further revealed in sin, trespasses, peace, burnt, and meal offerings. Christ is our first high priest and our last high priest. Lord, you are the high priest of our, our existence. Lord, we come to you. Numbers, Christ is represented by a bronze serpent lifted high on a pole, that if we keep our eyes, we will not fall. If we keep our eyes upon you, we will not fail. We will not fail in you, Lord. And Deuteronomy, Christ is a prophet whom God will raise up in your midst from your brethren. Christ was raised up in our midst and walked among us. Christ is our promise, our prophet, in whom God rose up on the third day. In Joshua, Christ is the commander of the army of the Lord. In Judges, Christ's role as our ultimate prophet, priest, and king is revealed. Thank you, Jesus, that we do not look to man, but we look to you as our prophet. We do not look to man, but look to you as our priest, and that we not look to man, but look to you as our king as revealed. Chronicles, Christ is the temple of Solomon. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you prepare a large place for us to come and be with you, a place of worship more beautiful than all the places that man has built on earth. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ezra, Ezra predicts that Christ is to be born in Bethlehem. And Nehemiah declares that Christ is our restoration. Lord, we thank you for your restoration. I ask right now that you just restore my body as it grows old, Lord, and smooth the rough spots, Lord. Make all things new. In Esther, the only book where God's name 
never appears. However, Christ is our advocate and intercessor who keeps his people from destruction. Lord, we thank you that you are the advocate and intercessor, that you sit at the right hand of God the Father Almighty and intercede for us daily, Lord, that you keep us from destruction, eternal destruction. In Job, Christ is our redeemer and restorer of all that Satan has stolen. Lord, thank you for restoring what Satan has stolen in our lives, in our body, in our souls, in our mind, Lord, in our everyday lives, Lord. You have restored. You are our Redeemer. The book of Psalms, Christ is proclaimed and praised. The highest praise is to echo the heart of God. And Lord, we are praising you this morning as the sun rises up in the east, Lord. We face the sun overlooking the lake and we praise your glory, Lord. We praise your presence. We praise you, Lord. In Proverbs, Christ is our wisdom and knowledge. Lord, we pray for wisdom and knowledge that alone there are things we just cannot conquer or overcome or build or repair without your wisdom and knowledge. In Ecclesiastes, we find that Christ is our release from vanity and our only true joy. Lord, let joy fulfill our mornings, that sorrow only lasts but a night or a season. Let us rise up, not in vanity, but in your love and true joy. In Song of Solomon, Christ is the groom wooing his bride, the church. Oh Lord, we look forward to that day when you come for your church, that you said you would come a second time and sweep your church off their feet to eternity in heaven. Lord, we look forward to that day. We look forward to your, your presence, your everlasting presence. In Isaiah is a book which mirrors the Bible and its 66 chapters. The first 39 chapters in Isaiah is equal to the number of Old Testament books which speak of judgment while the last 27 chapters, equal to the number of New Testament books, speak of promise. Christ is called Wonderful Consoler, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace, and the government will be upon his shoulders. In Jeremiah, Christ is the branch of righteousness. Lord, we thank you that we are a part of that branch that we are grafted in grafted into the family of God. In Lamentations, Christ is the prophet who wept over Jerusalem. Lord, we just stand in awe knowing that you wept over each and every one of us as individuals from the beginning of time, knowing that we would be saved by your son, God, by your son, Jesus. And in Ezekiel, we find that Christ is the true shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Daniel, Christ is the stone cut without hands. The Bible also talks about a place made in heaven, not made with hands, eternal, a place where one day we shall be. Lord, we thank you for preparing a place for us. In Hosea, Christ is the son called out of Egypt. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for calling us all out of Egypt. In Joel, Christ is the one who will judge the nations in the valley of Jehoshaphat. Incidentally, where the singers of praise and musicians preceded the soldiers and the battle was won by the Lord. Lord, we thank you for your singers and praise musicians that we may follow behind them in praise to you, that we may gather together and sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs, raising up our hands and crying out, Abba, Father, we praise you, we praise you, that our prayers rise up to you on the music and notes like an incense rising up through the nostrils of the Almighty. Let it be pleasant unto you, Lord. In Amos, Christ not only has the authority to judge, but he will also restore his people. Lord, you are the ultimate judge. The Bible states that you will return to come and judge on that final day when humanity will be restored completely unto you. Thank you for restoring your people. In Obadiah, Christ is the Savior of Israel. Lord, we pray for Israel. We pray for their salvation, for their protection, for their sovereignty, Lord, as a nation on this earth. Lord, protect them and keep them as you have miraculously for so many years, Lord. We thank you for your promises because they are true and we can count on in Jonah, Christ is the one who, like Jonah, after three days rose to be seen again by humans. Christ, we thank you for the true gospel, the pure gospel, the good news that Christ died and on the third day after being crucified with witnesses, died with witnesses was buried with witnesses and arose alive on the third day with witnesses. This is the gospel. This is the matter of first importance. This is why the Bible was put together. This is why the Heavenly Father sent his son Jesus. This is the gospel. In Micah, Christ is the ruler of Israel to be born in Bethlehem fulfilling all the prophecies. Christ, born in Bethlehem to begin his journey on earth as our savior. Nahum, Christ will return to pour out his vengeance. Fear not, friend, his vengeance is not upon us. It is upon sin. It is upon Satan. It is upon sin that runs wild on this earth. In God's presence, 
there can be no sin. Upon his return, sin must flee, and we will live in peace, in his harmony, in his love, in his kingdom. In Habakkuk, Christ is my salvation and my strength, who make my feet like deer's feet, which are quick and swift and without stumbling. Zephaniah, Christ is one who will restore pure language to the people so that we may serve him with one accord. Just think of how language has been distorted, perverted, falsehoods hidden under truth, and truth hidden under falsehoods. Christ is the one who will restore a pure language to the people so they may serve him with one accord. In Haggai, Christ is the glory in the latter temple. Lord, you are the sunlight that lights up the stained glass windows. You are the majesty, the majestic. Your glory shines through with just the sun across the waters. How much more would that be in your presence, O Lord? In Zechariah, Christ is the cornerstone, the good shepherd who is rejected for 30 shekels of silver, the pierced one, the cleansing fountain. Lord, how the entire book called the Bible points towards your gospel, that you were pierced for our iniquities and your living waters rushed forth as a cleansing fountain. What was unrighteous, righteous? Lord, we thank you that we can come before you with this cloak of righteousness. We pick it up as you command in the Psalms, and we enter your gates with joy and thanksgiving. In Malachi, Christ is the Son of Righteousness, who shall arise with healings in his wings. Lord, we thank you that you carry us up on high with your righteousness, with your wings, with your anointing. In Matthew, the book of Matthew, New Testament, Christ is the fulfillment of the prophets, the Messiah who was to come. In Mark, Christ is the obedient servant. In Luke, Christ is the perfect Son of Man. In John, Christ is the incarnate Son of God. In Acts, Christ is the risen Savior who sent his Holy Spirit. In Romans, Christ is the second Adam. In Corinthians, it's pointed out that Christ is the crucified Lord of glory. Galatians, Christ is our liberty, our freedom from bondage. In Ephesians, Christ predestined us to be adopted sons and daughters of God. In Philippians, Christ is the one who strengthens us to do all things. In Colossians, Christ is the basis for our hope. In Thessalonians, Christ is the one who will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. In Timothy, Christ is the one mediator between God and man. In Titus, Christ is the blessed hope. In Philemon, Christ saves by grace those who are condemned by the law. In Christ is our eternal high priest in the book of Hebrews. He is the divine human, the prophet, the priest, and king. 
In James, Christ is the Lord who raises the sick at our prayers of faith. In Peter, Christ is the chief cornerstone who is not slack concerning his promise, but long-suffering. In John, Christ is faithful and just to forgive and cleanse us from all unrighteousness who came in the flesh. In Jude, Christ is able to keep us from stumbling. In Revelations, Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the bright and morning star, the Lamb slain and declared worthy to open the book of judgment, the one who is coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And that was a quick overview of what Christ has done for us in the 66 chapters of the Bible, put in prayer and praise format. Next week, we'll start in the book of Genesis and just stay there until the prayer is done. And we'll move through those 66 chapters in following weeks, one at a time. So come back next Tuesday and join us. We'll be happy to see you. If you have any uh, prayers or praise reports, leave them at 218-461-0164 and we will pray with you on the next prayer day. Or if you are out of the country and cannot use a phone number to text, we are at Twitter at PureGospelNet. Pure Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church, a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as pgn.church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations.